Welcome. You are listening to a sermon from Christ Chapel Barry. Listen and be blessed. Thank you for breathing on us, O oh Lord. Thank you for this fresh air, O oh Lord. We worship you. We give you praise. We exalt you. We thank you for breathing on us, O oh Lord. Thank you for this fresh air, O oh Lord. Daddy, we magnify you. We give you praise. We worship you. Blessed be your name, O oh Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for what you have done, O oh Lord. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you for your power. Father, we can feel you, O oh Lord. We can feel your hand, O oh Lord. We can feel your presence. We want to say thank you. Holy Spirit, have your way. The rest of the service is in your hand. Have your way, O oh Lord. Speak through me, O oh Lord. Father, I return under the sun. That the battle is not for the swift. Lord, nor bread for the wise, O oh Lord. Father, Lord, the riches are not for the men of understanding. Father, in the name of Jesus. Ah, Lord, that favor is not for the men of skill, O oh Lord. But daddy, time and chance happen to them all. Lord, I pray for grace. Grace to speak, O oh Lord. Give me all chances, O oh Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus. Make my tongue as a pen of ready writer, O oh Lord. And let your name be glorified. Thank you, King of Glory. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are free. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to church this morning. Um, our pastors are now here this morning. They are on an assignment. And we believe that the Holy Spirit is here with us. And we know that the Holy Spirit is going to do that which he's supposed to do in our midst in the name of Jesus. I just encourage us to please open our hearts. Don't look at me as the sister that you always see by the, by the door when you are coming in. Please, please open your hearts and let the Holy Spirit minister unto you. Just as the Holy Spirit has ministered unto me when I was preparing this message, let it do every work of correction that it needed to be done. You are here for a purpose. You are not just here for a show. So please open your heart and hear what the Lord has to say. And the Lord will bless you as you do so in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to thank God for our pastor who has given me this opportunity. You know, I did not take it for granted. Uh, when, when he told me that I would be bringing the word, I, I started to shake. I, I couldn't say no. Because, you know, when your boss says you have to do this, there's nothing we can say. You just have to accept it and just obey and just do it. Just as we are at work, right? Yes, if the boss asks us to do something, we can't tell the boss, oh, my boss, I can't do it. Who are you? Ah. <laughs> so I just have to go back to God and say, Lord, help me. Father, help me. And I thank God that one day while I was studying my Bible, um, I... I uh, there was a story in the Bible, a parable in the, bi in the Bible that really ministered unto me. And I started writing some things concerning it. And so the Holy Spirit said, you already have a message. Go and fine-tune it very well and, and bring it to my people. So I want to thank God for the grace of God upon our pastors. Um, you know, we have a great pastor here. I don't know how many people can witness to it. I've been to many churches. You know, before you can even talk to your pastor, there are protocols that you have to follow. But our pastor is not like that. Anytime you call them, 
they are always, their phone is always beside them, unless if they are resting. Sometimes when they are even sleeping and you call them, you can hear that they are sleeping. They will still pick up the call. So let us not take it for granted. The Lord has blessed us with great men and women of God here. And the Lord will continually bless them in the name of Jesus. So the word that I have for us this morning is from the book of uh, Matthew. Matthew 22. verse 1 verse 1 to 14 and Jesus answered and spake unto them again by parables and said the kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king which made a marriage for his son and sent forth his servants to call them that were bidden to the wedding and they would not come again he sent forth other servants saying tell them which are bidden behold I have prepared my dinner, my oxen and my fatlings are killed, and all things are ready. Come unto the marriage. But they made light of it and went their ways, one to his farm, another to his merchandise. And the remnant took his servants and treated them spitefully and slew them. But when the king heard thereof, he was, he was wroth, and he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers, and burned up the city. Then said he to his servants, The wedding is ready, but they which were bidden were not worthy. Go ye therefore into the highways, and as many as ye shall find, bid to the marriage. So those servants went out into the highways, and gathered together all as many as they found, both bad and good. And the wedding was furnished with guests. And when the king came into the sea, into in, into to see the guests, he saw there a man which had not a wedding garment. And he said unto him, Friend, how comest how camest thou in either, not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Then said the king to the servants, Bind him, bind him hand and foot, and take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen. How many have been called this morning? And how many of us have been chosen? Well, no, I can't see hands. How many of us have been called, and many of us have been chosen? You know, few, I think three weeks ago or so, one of the generals went home in Nigeria. And there was one thing that really caught my eyes when people were giving testimony about his life. It was about these, these three men. They were standing. I don't know how many of us saw it. This man was saying that his ministry picked them up from under the bridge of Oshodi. Many of us, we don't know where Oshodi is. I will tell you, Oshodi is like, it's even worse than downtown Barry. It's worse than downtown Toronto. That was under the bridge where he picked them from. And he, he, he sent them to school, did everything. And now, most of them are, are taking a prominent places in the society right now. So one of them even own a school in Nigeria. You can see what, what it means to be chosen, what it means to be called and to be chosen. 
you know, as we go on, I will tell you something that I want us to learn from that story. You know, many of us, we do go, we, we look for jobs. And when we are looking for jobs, we, we write, uh, we do, uh, we write our resumes and we send our resumes out. And when we do so, they will call us for an interview. And you know that not many people that attended the interview will be chosen for the job, right? So let's keep that in mind. Let's look at this story. We can see three, um, three I mean, I would say four prominent positions in, in this parable. We see the king. We see the servants. We see the guests. And we also see the marriage, you know, the ceremony. Those are the four things that we can take out from it. Please, I'm not a preacher. We're just having a conversation. The only thing is that during my own conversation, you cannot get to talk back to me. <laughs> so, um, so Jesus in this parable was talking to, to the people around him. Was making, you know, comparing the kingdom of God like a, a king. How many of us, as many of us that were here this week, I think Pastor was talking about the differences between a king and a, and a president. And we're able to say one thing that really stood out was that a king can make a decree. A king can make a decree that nobody can debunk. No parliament can, say, can sit down on it and start to debate on the decree. When a king makes a decree, that is it. It is done and it is settled. So this king arranged a marriage for his son. And now he now sends those who were supposed to, so those who were supposed to be at the marriage, the invitees, they were not there. He now sent his servants to say, to go and bid them to come. Maybe they have forgotten. But what happened? When these people, when these servants, first of all, who are the servants? Who are those that are representing the servants here? The servants are represented, you know, in the, in, the, in the way of, you know, our leaders in the faith, like our pastors, those that the Lord has chosen, to, has given unto us as leaders, as our leaders in the faith. Those are the servants. So the, the, the king sent his servants. And here, we know who the king is. The king is our Lord Jesus Christ, the king of kings and the Lord of lords. The King of Glory, Revelation 19, 11 to 16. There are some Bible passages I will not be able to be reading as we are going over. I will be calling it. So the marriage itself, what does it represent? The marriage itself represents the gospel of Jesus, the kingdom of heaven. Revelation 19, verse 9. We can see that the kingdom of God represents the kingdom of heaven. You know, one of many of us, by, by one way or the other, the message of salvation was preached unto us, and we accepted that, that as that message, the message of salvation. And we come into the, in the, into, the, into the fold. And so there is a shepherd that has been on us, who are supposed to be guiding us, who are supposed to be teaching us, who are supposed to help us as we grow in our journey of faith. And we can see that in uh, Ezekiel 37, verse 24, John 10, 14 to 18, Ezekiel 34, 23, and Joshua 1, verse 2. So this servant went out to call those who 
were invited. But the Bible says <laughs> they were not willing to come. Again, he sent them again. Tell them now that everything is ready. Tell them to come. My oxen, my fatted cattle are killed. There is food, there is rice, there is food plenty. You will even eat and take home. And what did they do? The Bible says in verse, verse 4, verse 5, but they made light of it. They made light of it and went their ways. One to his own farm, another to his business. Now, my question is, as I'm talking, if you can see anywhere you can see yourself, this is the time for you to begin to ask God for mercy. You know, how many people, how many of us made light of the gospel? Even though we are still, we, we have accepted him, but we still made light of it. And I will tell you why. You know, there are so many things that goes on on the social media. There are so many things. And you know, at a point in time, one, most, most of us would have said the one thing or the other. Especially when a minister of God is, is on the podium preaching and, 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 and saying and delivering the word of God. You know, we say, in our, even, in our, even if we don't say it out, in our mind, there are so many things that run through our, our, our mind. Especially if we are very, um, if, if we know that person very well. You know, there are so many things that run through our mind and there are so many things that we say. They made light of it. Some people even went their ways. One to his own farm, another one to his own business. Are we not doing the same thing at this time? Who, what has taken the place of the kingdom of God in our lives? Our jobs, especially in this country. Oh my goodness. I have to go to work. Pastor will not pay my bills. This person will not pay my bills. Wow. You know? And so most of us, we forgot about how we, how we came into this country. You know how many mountains you went to back home? As many of us that come from Nigeria. You know how many mountains that you went to? You were climbing mountains in order for you to come to this country. And after you came into this country, you forgot about all that. <laughs> there is peace now. There is enjoyment. There is light. Anytime you switch off the light, you get the light. There is food plenty in the freezer. You know, even though you don't have money in your pocket, <laughs> you know where you can go and get food. There is no problem. So now you're forgotten all those kind of, all, all those things. And when the ministers, when the servants of God are speaking, when they are talking, you know, you just look at them as if, what are you saying? This man or this woman doesn't even get it. You know, I have not come to Count Bridge in, 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 in the, in Canada. In Canada. You know, those are the things that most of us say. You know what? I have said the same thing. You know, if you, are, if you are here and you think, oh, she's just talking because she's not in my shoes. I have said the same thing. The same thing I have said it. So this is what happens when, 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 uh, when the pastors, when our leaders, our bishops, our reverend, when they are, they, are, they are bidding us to come into the fold, when they are bidding us to come, you know, to come and attend to our father's business. As many of us that have received Christ, we are, supposed to, we are supposed to accept this invitation and quickly come and do our father's business. And the Bible says, the rest seized his servant, treated them spitefully, and killed them. Treated them spitefully and killed them. How many servants of God? Yes, you haven't killed anybody. But how many of them have you killed with your mouth? With the words of your mouth? 
how many of them have we killed with the words of our mouth? We have to be very, very careful. The Lord has called them. The Lord who has called them will deal with them. It is not our place to judge anybody. The Bible says, judge not, so that we may not be judged. The Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. And if we continue, Matthew 22, verse 7, the Bible says, again, when the king heard what was, what was done to his servants, he judged them right away. They received their judgment. May we not receive this kind of judgment in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And so again, the king now said to the servants, verse 9, the wedding is ready, but those who were invited were not worthy. Those who are invited were not worthy. Now, go into the highways, to the byways. Anybody that you find, let them come. You know what? This is the way most of us, this is the way we receive Christ. Because if you look at it, many of us here, we are not worthy to be here. Many of us are not worthy to be in this fold. As many of, of us that have given their lives unto Christ, many of us are not worthy. I know I am not worthy because I know what I have done in the past. I know where I have been. I know where I, I was coming from. I know I am not worthy at all. So many of us are not worthy at all. So you know yourself that you are not worthy. Then why? Why? Why are you pulling? You know, why is it that when these great men, men of God, when they are, when they are bidding, when they are, when they are, when they are in their father's business, you know, when they are calling, you know, when they, when, when they are speaking the mind of God, or when they are, when, when they are talking, why will you pull them down? Why? Why? The Lord will help us in the mighty name of Jesus. And the Bible says they went into the highways and the byways. They went, they invited, they brought all of them who are not even worthy. Remember the to story I told you? That these this men, they were not church people. You know, people that are under the bridge of Oshodi, Nigeria. You see that they are thugs, they are rogues. You see that they, they, they go to school or they, they dropped out of school one way or the other. They are drunkards. They are all kinds, all manner of people there. Some of, some of them are even, not that they don't, um, not that they are rogues or thugs, but because they don't have a place to live. They are homeless, and they are living under the, under the bridge. But you can't, you, you won't know the differences between them, because they all wear the same thing, you know. They, some of them, you, you will imagine that some of them will even go to work, and they come back, they come out and sleep under that bridge. So this is what the ministry of this man did. Went there, picked them up, dusted them off, sent them to school, all the way to the, to the university. You know, I don't know how, many, how, many, how much money he spent on them. And I know those ones, because when they were talking, they said they represented the boys that were picked from under the bridge. I'm sure it's not, it's not only those three boys. There were many of them that were picked like that. There were many of them that were chosen like that. May the Lord help us in the mighty name of Jesus. So they went into the byways and the highways, you know, to call those who are not even worthy to be 
in the wedding. But guess what? We all know what happened. And after that, you know, he came in and the, 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 the king now came in and looked around in the wedding <laughs> and found a man with no garment. He found a man. How dare, how dare you, you know, you, uh, uh, let's, let's look at it, that the, 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 uh, the prime minister invited you to a ceremony and you just go there, you know, just anyhow. Just anyhow, you know, I don't know. This is a parable, but, you know, it speaks to us today as well. Many of us, we, many of us are called into this fold and we still go back into our bonnet. Once in a while, we still do that. We still say, okay, we've accepted the Lord as our personal savior. You know, we've accepted him, but once in a while, we still go back. If not all the time, we still go back into our vomit. We still go back and, and still do the things that we're not supposed to be doing. We're still putting out that filthy garment. We're still telling our master that, you know what? <laughs> you are just wasting your time. We are telling Jesus, you know what? Your death on the cross of Calvary that you said you died for me, it's in vain. We are slapping him. We are beating him. You know, we are doing all what they did to him. When he was crucified on the cross of Calvary, we are doing the same thing unto him. That is exactly what we are doing. And if you are in such a position today, today is a day of repentance. Today is the day that you have to make the restitution. Because tomorrow might be too late. The Bible says there is no repentance in the grave. There is no repentance in the grave. Psalm 6 verse, verse 5. Oh Lord, do not, I just read from verse 1. Oh Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger, nor chasten me in your hot displeasure. Have mercy on me, O oh Lord, for I am weak. Oh Lord, heal me, for my bones are troubled. My soul also is greatly troubled. But you, O oh Lord, how long? Return, O oh Lord, deliver me. Oh, save me for your mercy's sake. For in death, there is no remembrance of you. In death, there is no, there is no, you, there, you cannot, I was, uh, <laughs> one day I saw something on the internet. Somebody was asking a question. Or some, I can't remember. It says, is there, um, is something that has to repenting in the grave? Somebody that has dead. How can that person, it's very easy, very straightforward. There's no way. Once you are dead, that is it. The next is judgment. And may we not receive, may we not receive the other side of the judgment in the name of Jesus. On the day of judgment, may we not be speechless, just like that one man without the garment in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. So as I was speaking, as I'm speaking, I want you to begin to examine yourself and begin to see yourself in this parable, where do you belong? Where do I belong? And begin to ask God, just like David did when David David was in distress when he wrote this 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 song, you know, and begin to ask God that Lord, please have mercy on me, Lord, deliver me in every areas, 
that I have, you know, that I have slapped you, that I have shown unchallenged attitude towards your gospel. Please have mercy on me. You know, as we do this, you know, we are even worse than those who do not believe. We are even worse than them. This man is even worse than them. And then, verse 13, then the king said to the servant, bind him, hand and foot, take him away and cast him into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This will not be our portion in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And now I come to the title of my, of my, of my word this morning. Many called, few chosen. For many are called, but few are chosen. Like I said, are you among the called or are you among the chosen? Where do you belong? If you are among the called, praise the Lord. If you are among the chosen, praise the Lord. But you know what? If you are among the chosen, if you know truthfully that you are among the chosen, please begin to take your place in your father's business. Take your place in God's kingdom. Take your place in the kingdom of heaven. And let the name of God be glorified. Brethren, just like I said, it is time for us to take our place. There are work to be done, especially in the season that we are in. If you are a true child of God, we cannot just sit and fold our arms. We have to play our role violently. What do I say? Violently. Because this time and season that we are in, you and I know that it's not a palatable time. It's not the time that is easier. It's not easy now for the gospel to penetrate into the heart of people. Why? Because there are so many things that are contending with us. So many things that are contending with us. So we have to violently, we have to violently take our place to rescue those who are perishing. We are to bring them also into the fold. You may say, you know what? I'm not a preacher. How do I do that? You know, uh, you know, you have every capability, everything. The Lord has deposited one thing or the other in you to bring people to Christ. The Lord has deposited one thing or other in us to bring people to Christ. And I will tell you, by your way of life, by your attitude, by the way you, you, you carry yourself, the way you walk, the way you even, the, the, the kind of clothing that you, you, you even wear, you know, we preach Christ in your life. Again, how you train the seeds that the Lord has given unto you. Isaiah 8, 18. How you train the seed that the Lord has given unto you. Bible says, I and the children that the Lord has given unto me, we are for signs and we are for wonders. You know, how do you train them? You know, that reminds me of the story of Samuel. Story of Samuel. Anna went to Shiloh, cried unto the Lord because she was looking for a child. And God, and, and he made a covenant with the Lord. He said, if you give me this child, I will give this child back unto you. If you give me this child, I will give this child back unto you. I know there are many of us in that situation that when we were looking for one thing or the other, we made a covenant with the Lord. But now, when things are so easy for us now, we have forgotten about that covenant. And you know what? 
Anna did not forget. After Anna gave birth, Anna took that child back to the Lord and gave the child to the Lord. And you know what happened? The book of First Samuel, First Samuel chapter one. Samuel, First Samuel chapter one. If we if we if we read read about it, we will see what happened there. Uh, chapter one and chapter two. We we'll see what happened. That the sons of Eli, you know, they have every privilege to be hearing from the Lord. They have every privilege to serve the Lord. But you know what? They were cooks. They were stealing. You know, they were doing all manner of things. And this child, Samuel, this child, Samuel, he became a great prophet. He became a great prophet. Why? Because, number one, his mother. If we look at it, if his mother had not taken him back to the Lord, Samuel would have missed it entirely in life. He would have missed it completely. And you know what? This is some of the things we are doing as a parent. The Lord has given us these children to take care of. The Lord has, you know, we are, we are stewardship. These children does not even belong to us in the first place. We are caretakers. And what are we doing? You know, we are, we are the ones that are even covering their glory. We are the ones, by the works of our hands, we are the ones that are covering their glory. We are the ones that are not allowing them to be chosen. We are the ones that are not allowing them to be called. We see the story of Joseph. First Samuel 3, 1. The Bible says, and the Samuel grew in stature and in favor, both with the Lord and men. First Samuel 2, 26. First, uh, yeah, first Samuel, first Samuel 3, 1 or 3, 26. First Samuel 2, 26, please. First Samuel 3, 1. And the child Samuel grew on and was in favor both with the Lord and also with men. And I know most of us, we pray this prayer for our children. But are they in the right place? Are they in the right place? Are they, are they, are they situated in the right place where they can grow in favor both with the Lord and also with men. This is one thing that we have to answer. You know, it's, it's different from the time we were growing up. We were, when we were growing up, we have to go to church, whether we like it or not. You have no choice. But you know what, these kids now, they have choices. They have choices now. So are we allowing them to make those choices on their, on their own? You know, when they don't even know the differences between white and yellow. Sometimes they don't even know the differences between two and three. So, please, let us allow these children, let's allow them to be called, and let's allow them to be chosen. Let's allow the things that the Lord has deposited in their lives, you know, to, to, to grow. Let them work for the Lord. Let them serve the Lord. One, one, one servant of the Lord was saying one day that, you know, his children, when they were growing up, they were pastors. They will bring them to church. Even when they have to, they will, they will say, Mom, oh, we have to do our assignment. They will say, come, sit down at the back and come and be doing your assignment. You know, these are the reasons sometimes we parents will give, oh, this child, oh, she has so many assignments to do. She has so many things to do. 
you know, I thank God, you know, when I was bringing up my kids, because sometimes when, when I see parents, they will say, I said, well, thank God, I brought my kids up in this country. I had kids in this country, and I brought them up to the glory of God. You know, I made sure on Sundays I don't go to work. No, I'm not saying you shouldn't go to work. I still go to work on Sundays now. But I make sure on Sundays I don't go to work. God blessed me with a job that, I, you know, I, I didn't work on Sunday. You know, even sometimes if I have to work on Sunday, if it comes to the fact that I have, to, I have people around that can take them to church. And I thank God. I thank God. I, although I don't know their personal relationship with God, but I know even when they are not with me, I know that they are, they are in church on Sunday. You know, even as this time, even if they are not giving their lives unto Christ, I know that they still go to church. Because I know in the service of the Lord, where they are serving the Lord, they will meet with the Lord. The Lord help us in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. So, brethren, what am I saying this morning? Have you been called and have you been chosen? Have you been called or have you been chosen? If you have been called, praise the Lord. If you are chosen, thank God for your life. But if you are chosen, please take your place. Take your place in the kingdom of your father. You know, there are so many work to be done, especially in this assembly where we are. There are so many things to be done. We need people in the ushers. We need people in the choir. We need people in the cleaning department. We need people in the welfare department. We need people in the, um, in the um, technical. There are, so, there are so many things to be done. You know what? One person cannot do it all. One person, our pastor cannot do it all. His wife cannot do it all. Sometimes you can see it, in, see it in them that they are stressed, that they are tired. But who is going? Who is going to help? Who is going to lift up? their hands in this assignment. Please, begin to take your place. We are going higher. Our, our, our um, what is it? Our prayer and fasting this morning, this, this um, month is tagged greater height. You know, if we are going higher height, <laughs> it's not just by the word of mouth, and it's just not by prayer alone. You have to be situated in the right place. If we look at it physically, if you want to grow taller, there are so many things that you have to do. You have to eat right. You have to exercise well. Some, there are some ways that you have to carry your body. So this is, these are the things that we have to do in the spiritual realm. You know, we have to take our place. We are called. We are the called of the Lord. We have been chosen to do this work. Take your place in the kingdom in, the, in, in, in your father's kingdom, in your father's business. You have, you have heard the call. You know, the servants of God have called you. You have come to the fold. You have been invited. You, 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 you do not deserve it, but yet you have been blessed. Please, don't let that grace, don't let it be in vain. You know, when somebody died and they are singing, amazing grace, there was a day somebody died at work. And, you know, they had to line us up. They said they're doing um, code purple or whatever they call it. They had to line us up, and they have to bring the body out. And they all started singing Amazing Grace. You know what? I, I just thought about it. I thought about that grace. I know many of them, they were just singing that grace. They don't know the meaning of it. You know, I thought about it. This is an amazing grace. This is for me. Because 
this person who, who, who is gone, you know, <laughs> there is no more repentance for this person anymore. So, you know, I am not crying because this person is gone. She was, she was, she was going to be 91 in, in October. <laughs> if you look at it, she has lived her life. And if you look at it, some of them, they traveled all over the world. They had a good life. So what is my business with that? My own business is me right now that I am here. What am I doing with my own grace? With the grace that the Lord has given unto me. What am I doing with it? Lord, we help us in the mighty name of Jesus. I want us to rise up on our feet and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Begin to thank God for that grace that the Lord has given unto you. Begin to bless the name of the Lord for that amazing grace. Begin to bless him. Begin to give him praise. Begin to thank God because he has called you. Begin to give God the praise. The Lord, I thank you. I thank you for calling me. I thank you for finding me out, you know, from the pit of hell. I thank you for where you have taken me from. Lord, I give you praise. Father, I bless your name, O oh Lord. I worship you. I exalt you, Lord. I magnify you. Brethren, let's begin to pray. We are still in the, in the period of our prayer and fasting, and we are still praying. Let's bless the name of the Lord. Let's give him praise. Let's thank God. Let's thank God. Let's worship him. Let's exalt his name. Let's give him praise. Let's give him praise. Lord, I bless your name, O oh Lord. I want us to open our mouth and say, Father, on the day of judgment, I will not be speechless. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, when the trumpet shall sound, or whenever you call me home, O oh Lord, Father, King of glory, when I stand before you in the day of judgment, I will not be speechless. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, everything that will make me to be speechless, O oh Lord, Father, take them away. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, Father, in every area, O oh Lord, that I have gone back to wear my old garments, O oh Lord, Father, please forgive me. Lord, forgive me, O oh Lord. I take, I take off that garment right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. That garment that you have put upon me, oh Lord. When you invited me into the marriage. Oh yes, oh Lord. Father, I put it back on. In the mighty name of Jesus. And I begin to take my rightful place, oh Lord. In your, in your business, oh Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Oh yes, oh Lord. Father, help me. Help me, oh Lord, daddy. Help me, oh Lord. As I take my place, oh Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Help me, oh Lord. Help me as I take my place. Let your name be glorified. We're going to pray that, Lord, all these seeds that you have given unto me, oh Lord, they will grow in stature. They will grow in favor with you and also with men. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Oh yes, oh Lord, daddy. Father, King of glory, every seed that you have given unto me, O oh Lord, they will grow, O oh Lord, in stature, O oh Lord. They will grow in favor. They will grow, O oh Lord, with you and also with men, O oh Lord. They will find favor with you, O oh Lord. They will find favor with men, O oh Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, let's begin to pray that they will serve the Lord. They will hear the voice of the Lord. They will be called in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, yes, O oh Lord, Daddy. Father, we give you praise. We will bless your name. Thank you, King of Glory, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. If you are online and if you are here, and if you are not, we have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and your personal Savior. Please let's all let's all let's all eyes be closed. If you have not accepted the Lord as your Lord and your personal Savior.
this is the time for you to do so. Tomorrow might be too late. One hour to come might be too late. This is the time to surrender your life unto Christ. If you are online as well, you can do so. If you are here and you know you have not given your life to Christ, please signify by the raising of your hand. If you are here and you know you are not truly born again, signify by raising up of your hand. And also if you are here and if you know that, yes, you have given your life unto Christ, but you are like this one, one guest that was having the wrong garment on, and you are still going back into your vomit once in a while or all the time, signify by the raising up of your hand. And we can pray with you. We can pray with you so that you can turn a new leaf, so that you can begin to enjoy, you can begin to take your place in the kingdom of your father. You can begin to enjoy what others are enjoying in the kingdom of your father. Let us pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I commit your children into your hands, O Lord. Father, Lord, I pray, O Lord. Lord, I pray that you would touch their hearts in the mighty name of Jesus. As many that have signified, O Lord, that they accept them into your fold, O Lord, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Father, give them the grace to turn a new leaf. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, King of Glory. Blessed be your name. For in Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. And as many that are online that have, that, that have you know, identified themselves that they want to follow Christ, there is a form at the, uh, um, at the bottom of the, of, of the YouTube page where you are watching from. Please go there, fill it out, and somebody will be in contact with you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Thank you for listening to our sermon here on Christ Chapel TV. Tune in next time for the next sermon. God bless you.